It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. I'm at Sooner Station, University North Park, Norman, Soonerstation.com. It's the spirited senior living community you've been waiting on. Teddy is at Riverwind Casino. Um, Kale Gundy going to stop by later on? Is that what you were saying? Do we do we have a definitive time for Kale Gundy joining the show today? Uh, not sure if we have a definitive time as of right now, but yes, I think Coach Kale Gundy is going to join us at some point today. So uh, that'll be awesome. Look forward to hearing from Coach. Uh, the players that the text line is excited to see, again, 405-651-3439. Kobe McKenzie, we haven't had a big thumper in the middle for a long time. That's true. That's true. Um, I'm excited about him. I think he. I think he offers a lot. We'll see. You know, it's um, it's still a battle, I believe, between he and Canick. I don't know who necessarily is the leader right now. I think Canick kind of started the spring as. The guy that was getting the edge a little bit, not sure if that's still the case. Um, you know, we, it may be something where we see both those guys taking reps with the ones and uh, maybe somewhere where we see both those guys taking reps with the ones even into the season. So, I don't know. Those two guys, uh, like I've been saying, man, I believe that the future is bright for both of them. I, I don't know who in the near term – has uh has maybe the biggest leg up but uh, i think it's going to be a work in progress with both guys perhaps throughout the season but i mean it could be a lot like we saw stutzman last year struggle a little bit at times have some ups and downs but then maybe the last two three games of the year start to really hit your stride yeah so what did you say last segment? You think it's going to be number one offense against second team defense or number two defense? Text line wants to know, so if Jackson Arnold torches the number one defense, do we have a quarterback controversy? Maybe. Maybe not. I don't know. We'll just have to see Boy, how that, it unfolds. That won't fuel the fire if Jackson Arnold torches the number one defense and Gabriel is just okay or struggles against the number two defense. Oh, boy. Well, be a fun here's show. the thing. I um, I guess I would never be, never necessarily be shocked about anything, but uh, it could be difficult for Jackson Arnold to torch the first team defense with the second team offensive line. <laughs> but if he like, does, the, oh, buddy. Yeah. That's the real thing, though. You know what I'm saying? It's like, the the first team O line is pretty salty. We don't have great depth though, and, it, and you know it's the same thing with the first team defensive line. First team defensive line not bad. We fall off quite a bit whenever you you get into the number two. So uh, this text from the four hundred five says defensive MVP Jaron Canick, offensive MVP Gavin Sawchuk. I, I do want to hit on Jaron Canick there because. A lot of the buzz right now at backer, outside of Stutzman, of course, is on Kobe McKenzie, and I think a big reason is that is because of this show. I am in, like, no way ready to sell it all on Jaron Canick. One, not being a starter this year and not having, like, a really good season and a really good career. It kind of, I mean, like, the, the speed that he has, the physicality that he has, sure, maybe Kobe McKenzie's been the flavor of the month here recently, but... I'm not letting Kobe McKenzie spring distract me from. I think Jaron Canick's going to have 
potentially a really, really good career. And I think his second year, and I know it's his first year as a first-year starter, um, but I, I think he's got a chance to have a good year with the athleticism he has. Yeah, well, you know, they're just a, they're different players at, at kind of different levels and different times of their career. you got to understand Kobe McKenzie's been – Big-time recruit at inside linebacker, right? He's played linebacker, I think, for most of his life. Kanick never played linebacker until he came to Oklahoma. I think he was a quarterback. Right? He, he's, he has not played the position. So, you know, I think the learning curve is a little bit different for both of those guys. And like I said, I think they're both going to end up being really good. It just may happen at different times. It may happen at the same time, but, you know, I think they're both going to take different paths to get there. What The thing I'm happy about is Kobe McKenzie's come a long way since the, the day he walked on campus last year. Uh, and I, really both those guys have, you know. I'm in. give it time. They're coached well. They're in a good system that they can – flourish in if either one of those guys has a great game tomorrow doesn't mean that the other is bad if either one of them has a bad day tomorrow doesn't mean that they aren't going to get better i think both those guys are going to end up being really really good football players by the way that uh, those new clock rules the three clock changes passed today yeah. uh, for this coming season no consecutive timeouts no untimed downs at the end of the first and third quarter Clock runs after first downs, except inside two minutes and a half. You think they're nice. going to implement those clock? I mean, it doesn't really matter tomorrow, but do you think they'll implement those clock rules for tomorrow? Um, I don't know. If so, I think it would only be the two minutes before halftime, right? Did I see somewhere or did someone tell me this that the fourth quarter, they put a – there's like a predetermined score up, right? It's 12 yep. points ahead. So yep. I, I don't think that – I don't think you're going to get those clock rules in the uh, in the second half, if that makes yeah. sense. So, yeah, whoever is leading after three quarters, they put a target score up, which is 12 more points than what the leading team has. And essentially, right. it's first team to that number, or if no team gets to that number, they'll play the entirety of the fourth quarter, and then the game is over. So it, this is as unique of a spring game scoring format as I've ever seen at OU, and not that I pay attention to a lot of formats across the country, but this one is about as unique as I've seen, which that's all right. Yeah, and I don't, I, don't know if, I don't know if all this has been posted, but I, you know, I just kind of got – some cliff notes of it last night in conversations, but I think the fans have a chance to influence the score as well. Really? With like, huh. Yeah, with like a field goal contest, perhaps maybe a 40 uh, oh yard wait, race. Wait a minute. Contest. Are you telling me the kicking for chicken? can decide the spring game tomorrow if there's field goal contest. Oh, buddy. There's never been more on the line for the kicking for chicken tomorrow. Oh, that's beautiful. 
that's amazing. Would you would you rather have um, chicken nuggets for a year or whatever they get, or would you rather have a walk-off field goal to win the spring game as a fan? I'm supposed to say the latter. I still would want the chicken nuggets for a year, honestly. But I know I'm supposed. I know I'm supposed to say a walk-off field goal in front of fifty-five thousand fans. But maybe you can good. get both. Maybe you can get both tomorrow. Who's to say that both aren't on the table? How's the the announcer say kicking for chicken? Kicking for chicken. Yeah, you really gotta get that last part in. God, I hope kicking for chicken uh, decides the game tomorrow. That'll make me so happy. And in the south That'd end zone great. too. It'll be sweet. That would be fantastic. All right, any more text before we hit a timeout? Uh, we, yeah, about 75 to hit on, so we better do a better job. Uh, here, uh, let, let's see. Are you telling me fans – are you telling me Brent Vittables is pulling a Mike Leach and having fans kick field goals to find a new kicker? Uh-oh. It, Mike Leach did do that before. I believe it was at Tech. So hopefully, hopefully the kicker situation is so dire that someone gets a chance to win free chicken nuggets for a year, win the spring game, and a scholarship to play on the team next year. That's not the scenario. You get free chicken for a year, or you get a scholarship and the opportunity to be the kicker for the University of Oklahoma, and they pick the chicken, right? It'll be a Lou Brown situation off Major League. They'll pick the uh, free chicken for a year. We'll we'll get to more tax coming up next. Yeah, let's hit a quick timeout. More from the rush coming up. Text messages on the other side. I'm hanging out Riverwind Casino today. Stay tuned. It is the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman. I'm at Sooner Station today, University North Park in Norman. Check out all the great floor plans they have available. Two bed, two baths, one bed, one bath. Soonerstation.com, innovative senior living. And I'm here at the Town Tavern area where there's OU memorabilia everywhere. <laughs> Brian Bosworth, a Tulsa World uh, front page of the national championship, Bob Stoops hoisting the crystal ball. So it's uh, it's a really, really cool spot here at the Sooner Station in University North Park. Teddy is at Riverwind Casino. Looks like we're going to have uh, Kale Gundy coming up next segment, which is uh, really cool. So, okay, Dylan Gabriel. Uh, the main draw is the two quarterbacks tomorrow for a lot of people. You know how some yeah. feel about Dylan Gabriel. You know how the other half feel about Dylan Gabriel. What's one, two, three things that he can do tomorrow for the people that are, oh, I need to see more out of him, is there anything that Gabriel can do in a spring game setting for some fans to feel better about him going into the going into the season? Well, yeah, some fan. There's things he can do for some fans to feel better, but for a gr- there's a group of fans where it doesn't matter what he does in the spring game. The, their mind has already been made up on what he is and what his ceiling is. And, hey, I get it, right? That's that's what happens when you go six and seven. I totally understand. Um, I think the biggest thing is accuracy. I, there, It's one thing to throw the football away. It's another thing to miss on intermediate routes and wide-open guys streaking down the field. And he didn't do that a lot last year, but he did it in some meaningful moments. And I think that's – I think everyone kind of understands that he's hes an athletic guy. He can move around in the pocket. He can make you pay in the running game at times. Um, you know, every now and then he's, he's going to absolutely drop a dime. 
but the consistency in the intermediate passing game, I think, really is where he needs to make up the most ground with the fan base. It's it's just like the rest of the team, man. Just make the layups. Dylan Gabriel's just got to make the That's layups. It. He had a he had some throws last year that were layups for elite quarterbacks, and he just overthrew them and he missed. If he does a better job of hitting the layups this year, then he'll have a he'll have a much better year, a much better year. That's it. Yeah. Totally agree. Um, Want to hit a text or two before we go to a timeout? DG needs to just hit five intermediate passes in a row, says the texture in the 405. <laughs> yes, the intermediate passes will be watched a lot tomorrow, I'm, I'm sure. Yeah. No, I think that's it, you know. And frankly, I think uh, our intermediate passing game needs – compared with last season, needs a lot of work in a lot of different ways. We need to protect it. We need to be accurate. We need to be able to separate from defenders on some of those routes. And I think we we also need some creativity there. And and maybe I think Levy is great in the run game. I think he's great at being able to scheme guys open for deep balls. But we need a little bit better intermediate passing, um, uh, just a, a, the group of plays and the scheme and the stuff that we do. And, you know, honestly, there may be a reason last year why we didn't do some of that stuff. Um, you know, whenever you don't have wide receivers that can win on some of those routes, and it can be difficult. You know, I, I don't exactly know, but we've got to find a way to make people pay uh, in the middle of the field, you know, on the sideline at the, you know, kind of at the sticks, the intermediate, uh, you know, eight to eight to fifteen yard range. So yeah, I, I think that everybody involved needs to be better in that aspect. Yeah, text lines in agreement here. Sooner Soldier says it's simple. If he can't find his open receivers or be more consistent, uh, it needs to throw accurately. Just basically like the intermediate passing game. Um, Peyton says need to see him hit Stogkowski. Well, there, there's a there's the other end of the intermediate passing game potentially this year. And not that some of these other wide receivers can't help out with that, but Stogkowski might be the uh, tallest player on the field at times this year. So using him in the middle is yeah. probably a pretty good idea. Right. Um, yeah, I agree. I, and I, I really like Stogner. I think there's a, a lot of things that he brings – you know, he brings experience. He brings size. You know, I think he's I think he's a little more athletic maybe than some people give him credit for. I think he runs fairly well, especially as big as he is. Um, yeah, I'm, I'm curious to see what they do with him. And I think he's obviously good as much boot as we run and play action as we run. But, you know, I'd also like to see him work some get-open routes, uh, some option routes in the middle of the field, working away from the Mike Backer. Um, you know, I, I think he brings a lot. So it's just, you know, you, you've got to be able to produce whenever those opportunities come your way for Stogner. You know, if, yep. if they scheme some things up and it just doesn't work, which I feel like kind of happened with Lincoln, scheme some things up for him. You know, maybe the pass wasn't quite there. Maybe the route just didn't didn't come open like they had hoped it's about production when he gets his opportunities he's going to have to produce and they'll continue to go to him 
Uh, let's see. On that point of intermediate passing, I'm interested to see our play action, especially to Stogner. I feel like with him, we have more of a chance to succeed in that intermediate passing. That's Drew from Flower Mound. Yeah, I mean, that goes to a lot of different yeah. things, making the layups, but they run the ball a lot better this year. Play action's going to be more of a threat. Downfield passing game. Like, you're right. You said earlier, I think, that they weren't bad throwing the deep ball last year. They weren't bad. It was just kind of like feast or famine. Either they were hitting on That's it right. or they would go 0 for 6 in a game like Iowa State. So it's just got to be, God, everything can just boil down to more consistent more consistency man i just it's a simple way of saying it that's like the reality from this year to last year or last year to this year i guess yeah no we'd have we'd have someone beat for a wide open deep route and overthrow them or drop the ball or you know it, it scheme some things up drake stoops on a will route and air him, or it just for whatever reason it just never really fully synced up the way uh, that we know it can. So it's there, which, you know, has me optimistic about that that position moving forward. So, yeah, we'll see what happens. All right, let's hit a quick timeout here. Hopefully Coach Gundy coming up on the other side, check in with him a little bit, see what he thinks about the spring game, talk a little bit about all the alumni coming through, see what's going on in his world. Quick timeout here from Riverwind. Stay tuned. It's the rush on the ref. Tyler McComas, Teddy Lehman, spring game eve. I'm at Sooner Station, University North Park in Norman. Teddy is at Riverwind Casino. Very special guest coming up this segment. We get to talk to Coach Gail, uh, Kale Gundy, which is going to be really cool. Kale, uh, thanks for doing this. First, how was the event last night at Riverwind? And two, did Teddy behave himself or did he need to be escorted out before the evening was over? Ah. No. I, I, I've got I've got to admit Teddy always behaves himself. <laughs> Teddy was uh, Teddy Teddy's always been a good young man, great young man. Um, you know it was a it was an awesome event last night. Obviously Teddy was there, and um, I, I think the, they called me today said we had seventy three people show seventy three former players show up, and you know we really targeted you know players in the last twenty five thirty years, and 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 uh, had a lot of them come back and. You know, Riverwind Casino did an unbelievable job. They had a, a great setup. Uh, Justin Yehola, the GM down there, uh, he and I have kind of worked together back and forth for the last three months. Uh, the food was great. The entertainment. Uh, apparently, several guys won some really good money down there, which was really nice. Um, so, no, it was just a, it was an awesome event and great to see so many, so many former players come back. And we're going to build on it, and we're going to have it there every year moving forward. Uh, I, I thought it was fantastic. There were there were guys, you know, you, we've seen, Coach, that it's kind of been the same guys that have, have made the rounds in years past. Last night, I saw guys that I hadn't seen in years. It was awesome. Alan Patrick was, was there making the rounds yeah. last night. I mean, just yeah. all kinds of guys. And I think that's kind of your goal, right, is to, to start getting yeah. – more guys from different eras and and starting to to make this a bigger thing than it than it's become well and and you know it it's and challenge them it, again and and i i feel like i can do that i've earned that because of my relationship with them you know this is only going to be as big as is is our players uh former players make this and um again it's like i said last night i i want to turn this into the the biggest 
spring social in all of college football. And, and I believe 100 percent that 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 we can do that. Uh, and I'm looking forward to it. I, I'm already I've already set a meeting up with the, the GM to meet with him Tuesday or Monday to go over everything. So but it was great to see those guys, you know, I mean, just to, and then the stories sitting in there listening to the stories, you know, big Brandon Walker used to be a great lineman for us from Detroit and, and big Phil Lowell Holt. And, uh, you know, I mean, just, just the stories, the Schmitty stories, and then the, you know, playing the games and the championships and, and, um, you know, just the relationships, it's all about relationships. And, and, uh, it, it was a, it was a fun night and, uh, we're very, very fortunate to, who have had that, and uh, you know, to have to have had a lot of success over the over the years. Well, you mentioned Alan Patrick; he was there last night. I don't know what you think about this take, Kale, but I'm talking about since '99. I think he's one of the more underrated players. Forget running backs, players that have rolled <laughs> through OU. I still remember that spin move that he put on. What was yeah. that? 06 in College Station. It got called back, <laughs> but that was one of the more yeah. dirtier spin moves I've seen. Like what? Well, he. he I don't know if you agree with under uh, underrated or not, but I thought he was insane. Well, I know this. He he was one of my favorites, um, and and I've, I I shouldn't say that I've got a lot of favorites, but uh, I, you know I can say you know different things about different guys. But the thing about Allen was Allen went, I mean, 120 miles per hour every single snap, and if you told him to run through that wall, he would run through it as hard as he could, and he'd come back and he would sprint to you, and if you asked him to do it again. He wouldn't even hesitate. He'd run through that wall again, and he'd have snot on his face. It did not matter. He was just passionate. Um, he loved what he did. He loved his teammates. You know, I was telling some guys last night, and Teddy knows this. Back in the day, we used to run what's called cross trippers, which is where you get on the sideline at the end of practice. You run over other sideline. You come back and you go back. So you do it three times. Well, AP Alan Patrick and AD uh, Adrian Peterson would always be side by side and and ad would let him run with him over to the first one over to the second one almost to the finish of the third he gets about to that hash and ad would always just kick it in and let and beat him by one or two steps ad would never ever ever get beat by anybody but uh, it's great to see alan patrick and teddy knows teddy and tell you i mean he's been in the weight room he looks jacked up uh but you know he's he living a good, good life family lives in georgia and there's so many other players that were there that was uh, it was so great to see. Hey, quickly, we got the spring game tomorrow. Um, Dylan Gabriel had a had a solid season last year. What's something that maybe that that people can look for from him as an improvement moving forward, and and maybe he's going to show that tomorrow in the spring game. Well, I think you know the big thing for Dylan is just the. Uh, uh, get in a good rhythm with some of these new players and these new receivers that are going to be yeah. having to step up and, and um, you know, kind of take some of the catches. You know, you you take, um, you know, you take Marvin Mims out of the picture. You take Theo Wees out of the picture. Now you still have Drake Stoops back and you still have Jaleel. Uh, but, um, you know, he, he's got to get comfortable with these guys. And I'm sure he's done that during spring. Um, I expect him to have a, a, a great, uh, a, a great season coming up. He's a, you know he's been a great ambassador to our program and to our university. Um, you know he's a he, he's a super person. He's a hard worker, and um, you know they're going to need him to really really step up. Um, and because there's some there's some people that kind of avoided there's some holes in there in that offense. You know coach coach Beatbo's going to get that offensive line, but there's some guys that need to mm-hmm. need to to step up in those roles. And 
Um, you know, the, the wide receiver room, those guys are going to step up. There's a lot of really talented players in there. And, um, you know, the running backs are, I mean, DeMarco's loaded and he's, he's got those guys coached up. I'm really not worried about DeMarco. So, uh, but excited to see what these guys do tomorrow and, and, you know, most importantly, stay healthy and, 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 and play hard, Teddy, and, and be in the right position at all times. This is about a five-minute answer, I know, but we only have about 45 seconds. 1999, okay. there were five losses, but they were all close. The next year, you win a national championship. How do you go from losing a lot of close games to winning them in just a year's time? Uh, the players, the, 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 the mindset, the type of people that they were, um, you know, led by you got a, a quarterback and a Josh Heifel. I can remember being in the team meeting, one of the, the very first team meeting, and Josh gets up and turns around and tells everybody, you know, he's talking about the season, this and that, and he's like, we are going to win a national championship this year. We are going to win. And, you know, everybody starts to kind of turn around looking at everybody. But just the, the mindset that we had, uh, great coaches across the board led by Coach Stoops. I mean, we were young, we were hungry, and like we were talking last night, we practiced so hard against each other that game days on Saturdays were much easier in real life. Good stuff, Coach. We appreciate you stopping by the show. We'll see you soon. All right. See you guys. All right. There's, uh, there's Coach Gundy. We'll hit a timeout. Hour number two is next.